Welcome back to the HVAC Know It All podcast. It's going to be a beauty day in Toronto, Ontario. We're supposed to hit 25 degrees C for all you Fahrenheiters out there in Fahrenheit land. That's about 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Beauty, beauty day. The snow is melted. The ice is gone. Spring is here. Finally, it's a beautiful thing. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about pump down, why it's done, how it's done, and the different types of pump down. But before we get into that, I have a special announcement to make. HVAC Know It All, or the HVAC Know It All podcast to be exact, has a new sponsor. And I'm proud to announce that new sponsor is Field Pulse. Field Pulse is an all-in-one service business and contractor software. So guys, going paperless nowadays, it's all the rage. Paperless work orders, invoicing quotes, managing a fleet with a GPS system. That's huge nowadays. Field Pulse does it all. You guys want to start a free trial for 14 days? Go to fieldpulse.com forward slash HVAC know it all or go to my website hvacknowitall.com scroll down the home page to the field pulse logo click on that to start your 14 day free trial you can't go wrong guys check it out so on today's podcast pump down why it's done how it's done the different types this is the hvac know it all podcast i am your host gary mccready so guys before we get all deep into pump down we need to discuss what pump down is. Okay, what is pump down? Well, let's take a standard split air conditioning unit. Okay, we have a condensing unit outside and we have a coil, an evaporator coil inside. Okay, in between we have a suction line and a liquid line, right? So, if you want to pump down a system, basically what you want to do is you want to draw the refrigerant out of the low side using the compressor as a vapor pump to draw it out of the low side and pump it into the condenser and or receiver. All right. And you can do this with a valve, the solenoid valve or the king valve or some of you guys in residential. Some of you guys do it with the liquid line valve on the condensing unit. Okay. So essentially, pump down is to draw the refrigerant out of the low side and store it into the high side using the compressor as a vapor pump. But in order to do that, we need to close off the liquid line. All right. We close off the liquid line at the outlet of the condenser. That will ensure we draw that vapor out of the low side and pump it all into the condenser and or receiver. I say and or receiver because some condensers are big enough to hold the entire charge. If it's not big enough to hold the entire charge, you have to have a receiver to store that refrigerant. Okay, so how do we perform this task? Well, in order to perform a pump down, you need a valve, like I said. In most cases, in my experience, a pump down is performed with a solenoid valve in the liquid line, all right, in conjunction with a low pressure switch, and that does it automatically. When I say automatically, the machine on the off cycle continues to pump the compressor in the pump down mode 
until the compressor shuts off. Now, the way that happens is let's say we're running a machine. Let's say we're close to set point. Let's say we hit set point. Okay, and let's say the machine is designed to pump down. So when we hit set point, that solenoid valve is going to close. All right? So we've stopped flow through the liquid line to the evaporator. So that closes. The compressor continues to run. The compressor will run, drawing refrigerant from the low side of the system, pumping it into the high side of the system, and storing it there. Now, on the low side of the system, we're going to need a low-pressure switch in order to tell us when to shut that compressor off. Now, that low-pressure switch setting is going to be... It could be, it could be, it could have a, a great range depending on the application. If it's air conditioning, refrigeration, low temp refrigeration, and the refrigerant, depending on the application. But let's say, for example, we want to shut the machine off. We want to shut that compressor off when the suction line or the low side of the system gets to 40 psi. So we would have a low pressure switch that cuts out at 40 psi. So the thermostat, it hits demand, it opens up the contact for the thermostat for the cooling circuit, okay? The solenoid valve closes, the compressor continues to run, pumping all the refrigerant into the high side, and when the low side pressure gets to 40 PSI, that low pressure switch will open, and that will cut the compressor operation. So that's what pump down is is to get that refrigerant out of the low side and move it into the high side of the system for storage. And it's done by utilizing a valve, like a solenoid valve, and a low-pressure switch. You can also do this manually. Okay, If you have a king valve on the outlet of a receiver, you can close the king valve and you can pump down. Some guys in residential will close the liquid line valve on the condensing unit to pump down. Now, there's stipulations on pumping down um, some condensing units. We can get into that later, like scroll compressors, um, microchannel coils, condenser coils. All right. But just know for now what a pump down is and how it's done. So going back to manually pumping down a system, we close off that king valve. And by the way, a king valve is only found at the outlet of the receiver. Nowhere else. It's not found on a compressor. It's not found in the middle of the system anywhere. It's found on the outlet of the receiver. Okay, so if you close that king valve, you're stopping refrigerant flow at the outlet of the, outlet of the receiver. So we're going to pump the refrigerant out of the low side and back into the high side for storage. We can do it manually with a king valve or a valve on a condensed unit that's tied into the liquid line. But if you're doing it manually and you don't have a low pressure switch, you got to be careful. You got to watch those pressures because you don't want to damage that system. Okay. Some systems actually pump down into a vacuum. Slight vacuum. Low temp refrigeration, you'll see that pumping down into a vacuum. Because in low temp refrigeration, sometimes your back pressure or your suction pressure, runs just above zero PSI. So in order to pump that system down, 
to cut out that low pressure switch or in a slight vacuum. Now, it's not a good thing to run your compressor in a deep vacuum while powered up because we can cause issues with that compressor. But just, just so you guys know, some compressors do run into a slight vacuum on a pump down. All right, so that's what pump down is, and that's what it's used for. So we've discussed what and how. What is pump down? How do we pump down? But why do we pump down? It's very, very simple. Okay, refrigerant on the off cycle will try to equalize between the both sides, between the high side and the low side. That's normal because there's a pressure difference. It wants to equalize itself. Refrigerant will also move to the coldest place in the system. So if it's 100 degrees outside, right, and it's 75 degrees inside, then the refrigerant will want, will want to move to the inside. It wants to move to the coldest part of the system. So the coldest part of the system, if that is on the low side, we could have refrigerant moving there on the off cycle. Okay? And because it's the coldest, we could have a lot of refrigerant there. And we could have liquid refrigerant there. And on startup, we could bring liquid back to the compressor. And we all know compressors aren't designed to pump liquid. They're a vapor pump. So when we pump down a system, we keep refrigerant out of the low side. So on startup, we're ensuring that we don't start up with liquid on the low side, possibly entering the compressor and damaging it. I've seen compressors torn apart that have taken a liquid slug because refrigeration refrigerant has migrated back to the compressor. You want to prevent that from happening. If you take apart a compressor that's taken a liquid slug, you'll find busted rods, broken bearings, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of weird damage. You want to prevent that from happening. So if we utilize a pump down, we pump all that gas, all that refrigerant, into the high side of the system and keep it out of the low side, when that system goes to start up, we have less chance of liquid refrigerant getting back to that compressor. Now that's what a pump down is used for, okay? It's to keep and prevent refrigerant, especially liquid refrigerant, from migrating back to the compressor on the off cycle when the machine is not running. That's why we do it. Okay, we talked about how we pump down a system, Okay, we talked about why we pump down the system, but how does the system start back up when you're utilizing a pump-down circuit? Well, it's kind of the opposite of the way it pumps down. When it wants to, when it wants to re-engage, when it wants to get back into that cooling cycle, the thermostat will call for cooling. Your solenoid valve will energize. It will open. Okay, and now we're back to the low-pressure switch. This is where the low-pressure switch comes back into play. A low pressure switch should have a cut in and a cut out setting. Now, previously we discussed the low pressure switch cutting out at 40 PSI. So let's say that same low pressure switch has a cut in at 50 PSI. This is just an example. All right. So when that thermostat calls for cooling, that solenoid valve is going to open up. Refrigerant will release from the high side into the low side once that low pressure switch gets to 50 PSI, 
it will cut that compressor operation in. Okay. And the compressor will start right away. And we do this because we want to prevent liquid migration on the off cycle from getting the, to the compressor and sitting in the compressor because we want to prevent a liquid slug on startup. So if you guys don't like using refrigerant hoses when you hook your gauges up to a system because you suck out half the charge, I'm exaggerating, you don't suck out half the charge, but if you don't like refrigerant hoses, I have an alternative for you. Check out the Testo smart probes, okay? A couple of smart probes, a couple of clamp-on temperature probes utilized with the free Testo smart probes app. It's a quick and easy way to check your pressures, your subcooling, your superheat, create a report, email it off to the customer, the office, you name it, guys. Testo smart probes. Love them. So electrically speaking, we have two different types of pump down. Okay, one that I see the most is the recycling pump down. That's that's the first one we're going to talk about. So let's use let's keep using the example of the low pressure switch from earlier with the 40 psi cutout and the 50 psi cut in. Okay, the way a recycling pump down works is let's say we go through our normal pump down cycle. All right, thermostat satisfies, solenoid closes, compressor pumps all the refrigerant into the high side. Once we hit 40 PSI, boom, compressor shuts off. Let's say we have internally leaking parts. Um, a solenoid valve is bypassing internally. Compressor valves are bypassing internally. And we start to equalize pressure. Right? The high side is going to start leaking into the low side. So recycling pump down the way it works when we get back up to that 50 psi cut in even on the off cycle the compressor will start and it will pump down again and cut out at 40 psi this will prevent and keep refrigerant from migrating back to the compressor on the off cycle the only downfall of this is that we have a potential for increased compressor starts over the lifetime of that compressor. Now, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes you can re uh, replace the internally leaking parts or bypassing parts. Sometimes it's not, it's not that too difficult, but sometimes if you're working on large machines, it's a bit of a task to do that and it could be costly as well. Okay, but that's what recycling pump down is. It's when on the off cycle, the compressor will continue to pump down to keep that 40 PSI on the low side and that will keep refrigerant from migrating back to the compressor on the off cycle. So recycling pump down is the one type. Now, what's the other type? Yep, you guessed it, non-recycling pump down. Now, it still works the same way. In the beginning, we pump down that system. We shut off on our low pressure switch. But once it shuts off... It will not, it will not restart and pump down during the off cycle. It'll stay off until there's another call for cooling. Now, like I said, I wrote an article, hvacknowitall.com. Okay. Go to the website, go to the blog section, 
and bring up that article, you'll see the two differences in the wiring diagrams. All right, they're wired differently. There's a couple of relays that get thrown into a non-recycling pump down that don't allow the compressor to start back up. Even if that low pressure switch comes up and hits that 50 PSI, it's going to stay off. And the hazard there is it could continue to rise. We could, we could totally equalize on both sides. And then we could start up under load on the low side and potentially bring liquid back to that compressor. So that is a downfall of the non-recycling pump down is that you could potentially, if you have bypassing parts internally, you could potentially start that compressor under a liquid load and give it a liquid slug. But like the opposite of the recycling pump down, it has the advantage of less compressor starts over time. So pick your poison. Which one do you want? With summer just around the corner, I know a lot of you guys would be in the market for new tools. And if you guys are, and if you like ordering tools online, True Tech Tools always has sales, always has deals, great deals, great sales. Use promo code KNOWITALL to receive 8% off your purchase at checkout. That's K-N-O-W-I-T-A-L-L, KNOWITALL, 8% off your purchase at checkout. Happy HVACing. So let's touch on some side notes regarding pump down. So if you guys have ever worked on a micro channel condenser, you're going to you're going to notice that you can't pump those down and some of you might have experienced that already. Now you can't pump those down because they are not large enough to hold the entire charge. So don't try to pump down a micro channel condenser. Okay. Um my buddy Jerry on LinkedIn he uh he used the terminology when we were speaking about pump down and he said that you have to use a solenoid drop control when using a microchannel condenser. Now I didn't understand what he meant by that. I never heard that terminology before, but once he told me what he meant, I understood what he was saying. So in, in a regular pump down, we close our solenoid valve. That compressor continues to run and we shut off on a low pressure switch. The solenoid drop control, the terminology that Jerry used, is basically when you shut that compressor down, you're going to close the solenoid valve at the same time. Two things happening instantaneously or simultaneously. Okay, when you do that, you will still prevent liquid migration, migration back to the compressor. Okay, the other side note I wanted to talk about is something I learned when I went to the Copeland or the Emerson Climate Technologies compressor failure course, um, specifically speaking on Copeland brand scroll compressors here. So a loaded compressor for air conditioning has an 11 to 1 ratio before the floating seal in that compressor will separate. So what that means, if you're trying to pump down, and let's say your head pressure stays around 200 PSI, and your, and your low pressure keeps dropping, 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 once you hit an 11 to 1 compression ratio, compression ratio, which is probably around 200 PSI and around like 17 PSI on the low side, that's about 11 to 1 compression ratio. Once you hit that, 
that floating seal is going to start to separate. When that floating seal separates, you're going to start to equalize the pressures internally in that compressor, and you won't be able to further pump down. So be aware of that. Okay, AC compressors, 11 to 1 ratio. Refrigeration compressors, 26 to 1 ratio, and that's a loaded compressor. All right, just a couple of side notes regarding pump down. So guys, that was the episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. I'm about to get out of my truck and go change a compressor myself. You guys have an awesome day. Happy HVACing.